Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's exactly what we do. We get caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. And in this particular case, uh, we're talking with uh, somebody who's making Live Oak and San Antonio a better place to live. Our guest today is the city manager of the city of Live Oak. And it's going to be an interesting conversation. I met him. His name is Scott Wyman. Or Wayman, I'm sorry. And I met him. And you're okay, Scott. Just correct me. Oh, Everybody yeah, always does. for sure, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I met him at uh, the uh, uh, ribbon cutting for Wayland Baptist, which was uh, which was uh, last Thursday, I guess. And so that was a, a great event and uh, uh, got to talking with him and uh, wanted to learn more about Live Oak. So, Scott, welcome to In the Loop. How are you doing today? Milton, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's, it's always nice to, to to get a stop off somewhere and brag about the little city that I work for. Yeah. So appreciate you having us out. Well, let's do some bragging. All right. So how about the history? So, you know, Live Oak, we're in a wonderfully historic portion of San Antonio. And we have many artifacts that we've uncovered. I've, on my desk, I joke with people, we found uh, two cannonballs in this lady's yard when I was a police officer years ago. Really? And one of them disappeared, but one of them stayed on my desk. And we used it for years as a shot put until someone asked us kind of quizzically, is there gunpowder inside that sh- that gun, yeah. that cannonball? So we, we didn't use it as a shot put anymore. And we did have someone <laughs> take a look at it and make sure there was no gunpowder in it. But, you know, we have some musket shot that's been kind of uncovered out there around our city. We also have several kind of crooked nails that the old cowboys used to use to hang their spurs on. So we have a lot of the portion of the city of Live Oak that that is really, really rural. During those times, it was really just uh, kind of sheep farmers and cattle farmers and just a lot of people out there, just good old German settlers to our region. And so what what part of the century are we talking about Live Oak kind of getting started with, with, well, with the years well you know our region has been has been historically significant with german settlers for many years we had the city okay. of selma mm-hmm. we have city universal city and the city of live oak we all kind of became cities about the same time in 1960 okay we actually were joined with selma for a short time but unfortunately sometimes city leaders don't get along like you think they would so they all kind of went their own way so live oak incorporated in 1960 and Universal City also the same year, and I think City of Selma was, was shortly thereafter. And we're all right okay. there on 35. It's right there at the, at the intersection of Loop 1604 on the outskirts of San Antonio and I-35, which everybody kind of knows where that's at. And how long have you been in Live Oak? You know, I started in September okay. of uh, 1987, so it's wow. been a long time. I'm on my 34th year and I tell people that this will be my last year as well because I'm retiring in January. So I'm looking forward to kind of the future of leadership for the city. I know the city's kind of looking forward to it as well. You know, one of the things that people were talking about at the ribbon cutting was uh, um, how, what they remembered from the city and, and growing up and stuff. Um, Live Oak has changed a little bit since 1987. 
It certainly has. That building that we were in was was a freestanding Albertsons at one time, and it was the grocery store for the entire region. When I first got down here, I mean, that was the social spot. People went there, and to this day, when you walk into Wayland Baptist, people go, you know, we're standing in the deli right now. We yeah, used to go were. buy movies over there at that, at that at the desk in the corner. So, yeah, Live Oak, we've had a lot of changing over the years, though. There, I was telling you earlier about our civic center that we had. Mm-hmm. It was an old Handy Dan uh, lumber yard, and years ago, Handy Dan kind of went out of business, and that building had sat there for years, and the city founders – at the time, decided that they wanted to take that building, and since it was right there at the beginning, at the entrance of our city, to make it something to be proud of and not let it turn into like a truck stop. So they purchased that handy dan and made it a civic center, and many people have been out there for gun shows and concerts and bar mitzvahs and all kinds of things out there. Um, and then, uh, so when did you, you didn't, you're too young to become city manager in 1987. And when did you become city manager? Okay, so I, I joke with people. I've had two jobs in my life. I've been a <laughs> I've been a farmer on a hay farm in Oklahoma. Okay, and I was a police officer working for the city of Live Oak in '87. So okay. I actually started out as a patrolman, and I worked my way up uh, through investigations and through patrol sergeant, and became patrol lieutenant. And in 1999, I picked up a master's from the UTSA Roadrunners, beep, beep, and uh, ended up uh, becoming the assistant city manager in 2002. I was moved across by a wonderful city manager named Joe Painter. Uh, he, he, saw, he saw something in me that most folks didn't and brought me across as the assistant city manager having zero experience. Wow. And uh, became assistant city manager. And I was assistant manager for, for 12 years, and then I've been a city manager now for eight years. So okay. Some crossover with the police department because at the time I ran a SWAT team for a bunch of little cities on the northeast side of town. So I was allowed to still run that SWAT team about four years into my assistant city manager. So what challenges when you took over uh, this position eight years ago uh, were you facing and, and how did you address them? I mean, what, tell us the, the behind the scenes thoughts of, uh, of, of what's going on in Live Oak and what you're thinking in eight years ago. Well, you know, many folks, if if they come to Live Oak or if they come through Live Oak, in the past you would just say we're at 1604-135. Now we can say we're right there where that big uh, IKEA building is on, okay. on 35 and you can't miss us. So, you know, retail growth has been substantial for the city of Live Oak. And a lot of people, they don't really like to see that development because obviously it means more traffic. Obviously it means some trees are going to come down, properties developed that normally wouldn't be, that they don't want to see developed. But what they don't understand is the city ourselves benefits from that sales tax that's collected from those businesses immensely. So, you know, there's, you're allowed to take two pennies off of every dollar that's purchased in your city. So if there's if you buy a football for ten dollars at the at at uh, at Target, then two two pennies off of each dollar goes back to the city, and we take a dollar and put towards general fund that pays for police officers, firefighters, traffic lights, things like that. We take a half penny and we use it for economic development corporation that attracts more businesses, and then a half penny goes towards just buying down our residents' property taxes. So you can imagine the money that comes in, a quarter of our sales tax, we just put right on the calculations that determines what our what our property taxes will be for that next year. Oh, okay. That does make a big difference. It makes then. a huge difference. In fact, Live Oak, you know, we have – 
61% of all of our revenues come from sales tax. And Is that right? 38% comes from property taxes, which are the, the valuation of your homes and your property. And then we have actually less than 1% that comes from fees and fines. So a lot of people think that our police officers write tickets. A lot of that money goes to run the city, and actually it doesn't. It's such a small portion of it. In fact, I think our, our, our fees for our building permits actually are more than what our police officers bring in in ticket revenue. So for a city manager, is there a balance that, that you are kind of uh, trying to maintain between retail, between uh, real estate, you know, people moving in, homes, residential areas. Certainly. Um, how do you manage that balance? Well, there certainly is a balance. Okay. And there's probably not many city managers that would not trade places with me right now <laughs> because Live Oak really, if you, if you go out there, the area around that IKEA, we're calling our town center. And it's been it's been dedicated as a, as our main shopping center for many many years. So what we kind of hope that you can do is you can have some 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 zoning control over some of the property to where you can put residential, you can put kind of some some heavy density residential apartments and things like that. And then you can have some type of natural boundaries like I-35 where you can then put your, your commercial and stuff. So there are a lot of things to consider. We, we can control the growth of our city through zoning only. So if you're a property owner and you own property in the city, you have the rights through the state of Texas to do what is the highest and best use with that property unless the city has some zoning that says you can't. So there's a fine line there in, in development that you have to allow those property owners to be able to do what they want to do with their city because Texas okay. is a, Texas is a, is a strong property rights state. Uh, our guest today, Scott Wayman, who is a city manager of the city of Live Oak. We're talking about Live Oak, and we'll uh, keep talking about it. But uh, do me a favor. What, in fact, I apologize. What is the title to call you by? Do I? You can you can call me city manager for the city of Live Oak. Okay, and that's that's perfect. Okay. So, but do I call you Scott or City Manager S- Wayman? Scott is Scott is perfectly fine. <laughs> Thank you. I figured it might be. Um, if folks want more information on what's going on uh, as we begin to talk, where do they go? You know, we talked at, at, at length among ourselves about how we de- deliver the message of the City of Live Oak. You know, how we get the word out about what it is that we do. We've always had a website, mm-hmm. and that website, you know, a lot of people look at that as like a one-way communication. Currently, however, our Facebook page is is the main driver of the city. We have 10,000 followers. Um, Wow. They interact with us on a daily basis. A lot of of cities don't allow the the to and from conversation on Facebook. They kind of block the comments. But Live Oak, from the beginning of our usage of Facebook for social media, which has been about probably 10 years now, we have allowed people to correspond with us back and forth in terms of messages and, and, and things like that, comments on posts. You know, sometimes it can be a challenge because people get on there and, and say things that, that you know that, that they probably are in, 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 in a dire time. Mm. But uh, we, we really try to, to get the message out that it's a two-way communication. We like to hear what people say about us. So we have the Facebook page. Uh, we, I know we have a YouTube page on there as well. I, I'm not sure there's much on that YouTube. Um, our Animal Control has their own web Facebook page. And if you want to get on there and see a, a, a group of really, really uh, uh, 
individuals who really love their job and, and do a lot to get the word out about our animals, go to Live Oak's Facebook page for okay. Control City because they do a wonderful job. Um, you know, our, our council meetings are the second and last Tuesday of the month. Okay. And we're constantly looking for volunteers. We have corporation. We have the Economic Development Corporation. We have Planning and Zoning Commission. We have the, Economic, or the Board of Adjustment. And then the Parks and Recreation Commission, just to name a few. And if you're interested in, in becoming a volunteer for the city, we, we take volunteers. Everything from our police department has LOCAP, which is Live Oak Assistance Assisting Police. You can become a, a member of our LOCAP, and they help with municipal court. They help kind of patrol the city on weekends and stuff if you elevate to a certain level. Um, we just have several opportunities. You know, Live Oak, we've really developed a lot of events. So we have Shindig on Shinoak every year, and we started it with just some country western singer several years ago, and then we made the mistake of bringing in the spasmatics. Oh, and they were such a they are amazing, huge. huge hit that now we have to get the spasmatics every year, or people are really upset that, no, my child grew up with the spasmatics. You can't bring in That's funny. Else. So we had the shindig on Shinoak every year, and it's uh, one time we just had it about a month and a half ago. It kind of had some slowdown from, from the COVID, I believe. Um, the year before, yeah, sure. we didn't have it because COVID was kind of upon us. But, uh, you know, we have, we have some park events. We have a lot of events at our – we have a Ho-Ho Family Fun Night coming up next month. So we just finished a Halloween drive through event. So a lot of events, a lot of free stuff for our mm-hmm. residents. Our mayor, the Honorable Mary M. Dennison, I, I, I can't complete this discussion without at least mentioning yeah, her sure. name. Yeah, sure. Please. She, she, she attends every event that we have. She wants to make sure that we have stuff to give away for the kids because that's what it's all about is making the making our city a cool place for kids to grow up and um i i keep thinking of questions i should have asked you in the beginning what is the population of live oak how how big are you right now we're about sixteen thousand population okay you know the census was of course it was two years ago and it says we're sixteen thousand and it's it's probably accurate on that one on that one day. So it's actually been a year and a half since the census okay. dead day. So we're probably in the neighborhood of sixteen thousand five hundred or something like that. We have two residential subdivisions that are kind of building up. We have one on Forest Bluff, and then we have one that's on Judson Road that kind of runs up the hill behind our wonderful hospital. Okay. So there's there's some there's some homes being built for families to enjoy the American dream forever in the city of Live Oak. Yeah, it's very cool. And then, um, and and again, I'm I'm being kind of my mind is going. Eh, you don't want to ask that question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And you can. So, uh, San Antonio is growing, sure. obviously. So is that. Well, I'll ask it this way. What part of the growth of this area is a blessing and what part of the growth of this area is a curse? Well, you know, in 1960, that's that's kind of why those old German settlers, that's why they wanted to form their own city. Okay. Because they were afraid of the growth and the encroachment of San Antonio. And when a larger entity kind of takes in other other regions, I think those residents are really, really uh, scared of, of of the will and the ordinances of the larger city kind of taking over the smaller city, and then you don't really have that much say in your governance. I would say that we have such a wonderful relationship with the city of San Antonio. Eric Walsh is a close personal friend of mine. We have a wonderful relationship with, with County Judge and Nelson Wolf. All the cities out there, we all realize that we're kind of in the same boat. Universal City... Selma, we all have a wonderful relationship. You know, there's a lot of things that's going to be happening 
to 35 over the next several years with the northeast expansion that TxDOT's doing. And it's really going to be just some overhead lanes for people that want to poke a hole in San Antonio. So we understand that that development's coming. We understand that traffic is an issue. There's, there's times okay. I'm kind of glad when you see traffic at a standstill because you're thinking people might go, well, I should exit and go to Target and, or I should exit and go to 54th Street Grill and, and have a margarita. But, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of traffic concerns out there. Of course, we're looking at that. There's, there's some issues with kind of beautification on some of our older neighborhoods mm. in the city. Um, but, you know, San Antonio... The growth that TxDOT has 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 taken part in, Jonathan Bean, the lead engineer down at TxDOT, he's done wonderful things for the city of Live Oak, and we could not be more oh, fortunate to have a wonderful relationship with those folks. And is it still that sense of um, concern uh, that the the bigger city, I'm guessing, or, or is it now pretty much we know our, everybody kind of knows where they yeah. fit into the puzzle? You know – I would say it's not so much of a concern because, of course, okay. we have our own way of doing things. You know, Live Oak, we have kept our property taxes down so low. We're at 40 pennies per $100 valuation. Okay. So that's tremendously low. And our, our over 65 exemption or the tax freeze is tremendously low. So, I mean, we understand, I think our residents understand that they've got a pretty good deal in the city of Live Oak. And a lot of people worry about their, their residents kind of leaving the area and, and kind of leaving the area oh. you know, barren. But we've never experienced that. All of our residents, I think, especially our senior citizens, are learning how to age in place very well. So we have... We have new families moving in every day. They enjoy our, the, the, the best park in the world. We have a park system that's second to none. And we have a wonderful hospital right there that just continues to grow. So we were joking, you know, you, could, you, can, you can be born in Live Oak. You could attend a great school system. We split between Judson and Northeast ISD. Okay. You could get your education there in terms of, you know, your, your K through 12. You can go two years at Northeast Lakeview out there and get a get an associate's degree, and you can go to Baptist and get a, up to a master's. Mm-hmm. And our medical facilities in the city, you could age in place, and you could live your entire life in Live Oak and not have to go anywhere. Yeah, and you, you're kind of touching on it now, but but uh, in your tenure, uh, before your retirement, kind of what are you most proud of that you've uh, – is it, is it some of those things that you've mentioned, and what else might you uh, – Yeah, you know, I've – I'm I'm very fortunate. I have a daughter that is in the business too. She oh. she started out with me attending council meetings. She would sit at my desk and she would she would she would work on her homework while I was in council meetings and planning and zoning and then she helped in every event. So it was just a foregone conclusion that she was going to get in public service to some degree. So she she swam through high school. She swam through college at the wonderful UIW here in Mm -hmm. town with with Coach Phil and all those wonderful swimmers at UIW. She got a master's at Texas State, and she's the assistant city manager for a little city up in Austin. Oh, okay. It kind of – if I'm looking for something that I'm probably the most proud of, it's the legacy of maybe just contributing to – the young minds. There's there's a lot of us out there who belong to Texas City Managers Association. And what we did at one time about 10 years ago was we looked around and went, we're all just a bunch of old dudes. So <laughs> we started getting into the two universities in town that have master's public administration programs. So UTSA has one and St. Mary's has an MPA program. So a couple of us are, are, are uh, 
or managers and residents, they call us. And we go and we, we help with the classes. We kind of talk about real-life experiences. So, you know, just the legacy of, of having people know where Live Oak is. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the thing that I'm most proud of is there was, you know, for years they called this everything opened up on the north side of San Antonio. Well, not really. You opened up in Live Oak. So now we have several, we have some restaurants that actually say, you know, of the city of Live Oak. Okay. So it, it's nice to have name recognition for people to know where where, where you're at. Uh, do me a favor again. Uh, our guest today is uh, Scott Wayman. He is the city manager of the city of Live Oak for uh, how much longer? It's, I'm going to be there till January the 14th. Oh, okay. So the city has, has been very gracious. They're, they're, they're wanting to have a celebration for me on the 14th of January, and that's a Friday, and that should be my last day. And okay. Then, uh, Someone ready to take your place? You know, we're, we, we've, uh, we've entered into a contract with the executive search firm, and they're doing that right now. Okay. I have an assistant manager who's doing a wonderful job, but I think council just kind of wants to get out there and make sure that, that we're looking at all of our options. So. And so before I ask my next question, if folks want more information on Live Oak, what's happening, what events, you talked about that. You bet. Uh, and I imagine the, the Facebook page is the place to go. And that's where I imagine political discussions because Facebook tends to do that a little bit. It certainly does. You know, we we have elections every every year. Mm-hmm. We, we, have, uh, we have five council members and a mayor. So three of them are up every year. They serve, they serve two-year terms. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some political discussion on there. The city itself, we can just really engage in kind of information to provide, provide, provide factual information. We can't weigh on one side or another. So, but there is, the, the Facebook page is, is a really good place to, to, to get on there and, and find information. Our, our website, that www.liveoaktx.net is a really good a source of information. Um, you're welcome to, to just call up to City Hall and ask okay. for Scott Wayman, and I'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> um, the uh, question I was going to ask is, so uh, we kind of uh, you had sent me an email kind of with some ideas on things to ask, and it's perfect. So what do you want to tell the, the, the new city manager uh, in terms of uh, things that they should be concerned is too strong a word, on the lookout for and sure, things? Sure, sure. You know, our council has has done an outstanding job over the last several years of establishing some goals. So they have goals like Live Oak is beautiful, Live Oak is safe, Live Oak is business friendly, Live Oak has outstanding infrastructure. So those are the things that any any leader for the city of Live Oak in the future are going to have to tie all of the activities of the city kind of to those those four goals. And every year right before our budget time, we sit down and we renovate those goals. There's a bunch of objectives that are attached to them, too. Uh, we're doing some beautification along Topperwine, which is kind of an older street in the city. And some of the back fences, you know, mm. they, they start not looking as good. So we're putting, we're putting kind of a, a wall up along Topperwine to make it look a little nicer. You know, I would think any city manager that follows me has got to make sure that, that they take those, those goals that are established by council and really tie projects to them. We have a, our, our council has what we call a capital projects fund. And every year we add to it. And every year we ask the council to kind of just, you know, spend a third of it on projects that y'all feel are important. And over the years, we've done that on, on the first phase of that wall. We've done it on some beautification and some other next and other parts of the city. So 
just making sure that that future city managers pay really close attention to what the, the needs are of those council members because at the end of the day they're the ones that are dealing with the residents on yeah. on you know all politics is local as far as I'm concerned yeah and especially I imagine how do you maintain that that small town are you able to maintain that small town uh, feel in Live Oak you know. I, I really think we are. We have a group of citizens that attend our council meetings, and it's oh, nice to really hear, you know, the same citizens kind of get up and put in their input under citizens to be heard. Because we really, you know, if, if, unless you're out at HCB every day and residents stop you and let you know, or monitoring our Facebook page, you're not really sure what's going on in, in the minds of some people. So it's nice to have. People provide that feedback. I think that's kind of a, a one-on-one relationship. I've had since that article went out in the in our Herald about me retiring. I've had so many calls, and I've had so many contacts of people who are just who are just really, really appreciative of, of the time that I've spent there and just being, you know, very, very out there. Because I think there are some managers that kind of take a back seat oh. to some of the projects or activities in town. But I've always been. I've tried, I've tried to always be out there in front of things unless the council needs to be out there in front of things. Cool. We've got about a minute and a half. What haven't we talked about as far as Live Oak is concerned? Well, you know, we haven't really talked about anything with, uh, with any other development that's going on around okay. there. You know, we have half of the Forum Shopping Center belongs to, is in the city of Live Oak. And then Selma has the other half, and we have, the, we have a portion over there that Universal City has as well. We have the, the movie theater, the Live Oak at Regal 18, and that's a wonderful movie theater, and they're constantly doing renovations on it. Of course, we share the Northeast Lakeview College with Universal City. Um, we have we like to joke that we have the better buildings, but they actually <laughs> have the gymnasium, which is something that I prefer. Um, you know, we have a wonderful park system. I know I talked about that in the past. We have a lake that's the, – the dam for the lake is owned by the River Authority, but the water that's backed up because of that dam is the city of Live Oaks Lake. And you can you can fish on it. You can kayak on it. You can canoe on it. Around it are two – uh, international quality disc golf courses. And uh, KSAT 12 was out the other day doing a story on the growth of disc golf over the last several years because it's just tremendous. If you go out there on the weekends, there are people out there just waiting in line to, to, to play disc golf. And it's free. Everything oh. on our park is free. The, our park belongs to everyone. We have football teams. We have baseball teams. We have a lot of folks out there, skateboarding park, and they all know that the park belongs to everybody. Scott, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been My fun. pleasure. This is wonderful. Yeah, Thanks. Scott Wayman is our guest city manager, at least until January 14th, <laughs> of the city of Live Oak, and we appreciate it. For more information, uh, go to the Facebook page, and uh, if you didn't get some of that information, you can call me here at the station. I'm Milton Glick. Hey, listen, uh, we will uh, pick this up again next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick 